This is my third solo round. You love it. You are great at it. The world needs it. You are paid for it. In this program, we go deep to get answers to essential questions and learn how to develop key skills to live a life that moves you. This is the Beyond the Surface Podcast. In this episode, I share all the lessons learned from five years into my meditation practice. I talk about what led me to meditation, how I got started, the benefits I've experienced, and the best practices and insights I've learned along the way. I'm really excited to get into this episode because meditation has been life-changing for me. It is one of my favorite practices to live a better life. To get started, I wanted to bring you back to my childhood, kind of to, to share how or what led me to meditation. When I was a kid, I was diagnosed with ADHD. And I think I stopped uh, taking the medication around fourth grade. And since then, I did well and better academically all the way until the end of high school. Then after high school, once I got into Facebook and dropped my BlackBerry for an iPhone, I noticed that I started procrastinating more and having to work for longer periods of time to complete my work. I could honestly say that a lot of the all-nighters that I pulled back in college to get stuff done were unnecessary and they were just the outcome of not being able to single think about every project that I was working on and get it done on a reasonable period of time. So that really uh, ended up basically creating a panic mode internally and saying, hey, I, can't, I don't want to be wasting all my time to get things that sh in, in, my, in my head should get done faster, but that I couldn't because I kept getting distracted. So that really led me to starting reading articles about procrastination and how to stay focused, which most mention the idea of meditating as a key tool to, to really uh, overcome these issues. Uh, long story short, I ended up jumping on the meditation apps bandwagon uh, and got signed up for a year of Headspace. And then later on, I even bought an audio program like Holosync. These apps and these programs really helped me get motivated to to really just start meditating, start doing it versus just reading. And they were helpful for a certain period of time but then I didn't really like the idea of being dependent of these tools to be able to meditate because one thing that I noticed is that sometimes the, the problems with these apps and these programs is that they worked on my phone and so every time I wanted to meditate they also exposed me to the source of distraction and I also like the idea of just meditating to unplug. So I felt that every time I had to grab my phone to meditate, it kind of killed that feeling of trying to go unplugged. So because of that, I ended up signing up for a meditation retreat. This is now, I would say, three years into my meditation practice. I really wanted to go advanced and I wanted to know how, well, not, really, not, not necessarily advanced, but I really wanted to learn more or deepening my understanding for meditation. So I signed up for a meditation retreat at a local Buddhist temple where I was shocked. The first meditation practice we had, 
there, there I am in the room, in the meditation room, and the monk sits at the front. He goes, we're going to meditate for 45 minutes. Uh, I want you to focus on your breath. Go. That's all he said. Simple. And, you know, for a lot of people, it's, it's, it's kind of, it, it was difficult, right? They, they Especially for those who didn't have any experience meditating, they were just sitting there and you could see some people moving and fidgeting. And for me, because I, I did did so much reading, it was a little easier, but it was still, I would say, harder because you didn't have that guided voice telling you what to, th- what to think, like in Headspace. But overall, uh, I was able to really get into the idea of just sitting there with nothing and simply focus on my breath to stay in the present moment. Now, here's a couple of things that I wanted to share along best practices and insights from from meditating all this long. And one thing that I realized as far as the meditation practice goes is the idea of the wandering mind versus the still mind. So really the form of meditation that we most come to know as the, the, the only way to meditate, which is, you know, sitting in the, in the, in the ground with cross-legged and quiet. That would say, I would say, is the, it's a heavy, it's a heavy training uh, meditation. And I'll explain you why. When we are getting distracted. Every time we're getting distracted, every time we're looking at our phone we didn't plan to, every time our mind wanders while we're working on something, we're developing some sort of muscle that helps us do that, that encourages the mind to do that even more. It's a habit that keeps happening and keeps getting stronger. So the anti-distraction, the anti-wandering mind is really single thinking about something that brings you to the present moment. And that is really the idea of that form of meditation where you're just either sitting cross-legged, thinking about your breath, or doing a body scan. The idea here is to really practice staying on the present moment with what you say you're going to focus on. So whether it's your breathing or whether you're just feeling how your hands feel or thinking about how your body it feels the idea is staying there and every time your mind wanders off I think the best analogy that I have that's where the magic happens that's where you have to bring yourself back into what you were thinking and that is really the equivalent of for example for, for those who have done weight training when you're lifting weights and that last rep that last rep that is really really hard to 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 get through that's the one that develops the muscle that you need to develop the most. So same thing in meditation is that that every moment that you wander off, because that's what you've been used to, to wander off all the time, and you're able to bring yourself back into your meditation, whether it's your breathing or your body scan or whatever you're thinking, that's when the magic happens. That's when you start uh, getting the biggest return of energy from the meditation practice. Now, I had a conversation with a friend, and he was telling me he has trouble sitting still and thinking about anything. And one thing I, I, one thing I, I would experience or 
that I learned is there, there, I personally don't think there is there is no such thing as thinking about anything. I, I think what when you hear that, I think what most people are referring is to not think elab elaborately. Elaborate. I, I can't really say that word. I'm trying to tra translate from Spanish, but you can't think on complex. It's not thinking about complex things, things that may not necessarily be uh, related with the present. So really thinking about anything is just really staying present. So it could be, again, going back to the idea of focusing on how you're breathing in, how you're breathing out. Uh, it could it could be a body scan where you start kind of trying to build uh, a picture of your body by scanning yourself. And in, you know, these are all tactics to, to give you uh, to give you something to single think, to stay in the present moment. Now, when my friend told me that it was just simply too hard for him to do that, you know, I, I gave him some other ideas because there is uh, two forms of meditation. There is the one where you just sit still and close your eyes and just stay still and think of your breathing or and that, which is the one that most people know. But there is the other one that I've learned through a little guy that I found in the Buddhist temple where I uh, go for to meditate once in a while is the idea of meditating throughout the day or through an activity. So, for example, you could go swim or you can go play basketball and simply focus on the present moment. So if you're swimming, just the idea of not going there to to think about solving a problem while you swim or to to kind of reflect about life while you swim, but simply go swim and the first thing that you do is really focus on how the water feels, how how your, your your hands are moving and enjoying what it's like to to move within the water and really just focus on the fact that you are swimming and that's it. In the case of my friend, he's a big coffee drinker. And even though coffee gets you hyper, I told him, hey, you like coffee, go to a coffee shop and have a date with yourself. Just sit in the coffee shop, order the most delicious coffee you can that you like, your favorite drink, and just focus on how you're grabbing the cup and how warm the cup feels and then how the, the the cup feels when it touches your lips and when you're drinking that coffee how, what how it tastes and that, that's it that's another way to meditate so if you're having trouble to getting into the i would say the, the heavy training which is getting cross legged legged or sitting in a chair and just staying still which is super important to just stay still not move uh, you can do that other form of meditation, which it's a little easier. And once you do that, it will get easier to do the other one where you just sit still and meditate. Another one that I learned uh, as far as meditation tactics is the walking meditation. And this is something that I that I learned in the meditation retreat. And they recommended this specific type of meditation for it helps with digestion. And, you know, it's just to to vary your meditation practice throughout the day so you, you're not just doing one type of meditation. And the way a walking meditation works is, I'll give you a quick step-by-step -step on how to do this. So basically, you stand still. So if you're going to, you know, do something out of this, listening to this podcast, is I would really love to you, for you to go out there and really try this walking meditation practice. So all you have to do is you go somewhere, you have space to walk for a little bit, and you stand, stand, and then the way that you start is you say, 
standing, standing, standing three times as you're standing. And then while you're standing, the next thing that you say is, I want to walk, I want to walk, I want to walk. Again, three times. Then the next thing you're going to say, you're still standing, is right, go, through. And as you're saying right, go through, when you're saying right, your heels, your, the heels of your right foot are coming up. And then uh, as you're saying go, the the palm of your the the bottom of your feet should be elevating all the way it should be in front of you going and when you say go through while keeping your balance because this is all very controlled walking you let the you let your right feet down in the floor slowly and really think about how that feels so again it's very controlled walking it's very slow short steps to keep your balance and then once the right feet is uh, in the ground the next thing you say is left go through again moving the uh, moving the left feet as you're going as as you're saying left go through and then you do this for a couple of times right you go right go through left go through and you say this out loud and this will help you at the beginning to really pace yourself and make sure that you're you don't end up walking fast so I highly recommend that if you're going to do this, you do this in by yourself. One thing that I notice is when you're around people, you just feel too weird of walking so slow that you start walking faster. So I really recommend doing this by yourself or if you're doing it with someone, that, that may also help because you're doing the activity together. But you definitely want to go slow. You don't want to go too fast. And saying the, the, the right go through, left go through out loud will help you pace yourself. Now, let's say you go do this for uh, 20, 20, 25 times. And then once you uh, are on the 20, do this 25 times and you get to the end, you basically, again, stand. And then you say standing, standing, standing three times. Then the next thing you say is, I want to go back. I want to go back. I want to go back three times. And as you're still standing, the next thing you say is going back. And the first going back, your right feet should pivot to the right. And then you say going back again. You move your left feet to meet with the the right feet. Now you're looking the other way. And then you say one more time, going back. And this is where you basically fully turn around. So going back, going back, going back. By the third going back, you're facing the other way. And then you go again, say, standing, 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 three times. And then you basically repeat the exercise by now saying, I want to walk, I want to walk, I want to walk, while you're still standing. And then um, right go through, left go through. And this is a really very simple exercise that will help you focus on walking uh, so if I, I highly recommend to make it even simple for you. If you don't want to do the single the, the cross-legged still sitting meditation, you can do the walking meditation. It's way easier to get started without having to rely on any apps or any audio programs for this, any, any guided anything. Just simply get to the practice. Uh, I'll put a quick link on the show notes 
So if you're interested, go to my site for this episode and and I'll have the show notes with uh, detailed instructions on the walking meditation if you still have any questions. Now, moving moving away from the walking meditation, um, again, I wanted to really reemphasize the idea of the daily meditation and living in the present and getting back to the present gets easier when you meditate. And the 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 biggest thing about this is is not so uh, not so much about how long you meditate. So that's one of the biggest lessons that I learned. Is I've meditated, for example, um, last year I actually got more specific about tracking my meditation, and I said I'm gonna I meditated over three thousand six hundred fifty minutes. So the idea was to meditate around ten minutes a day, and if I didn't, if I skipped a day. I could always catch up, especially because I could meditate for 45 minutes one day to, to, to make up for maybe one or two days that I missed. And the biggest uh, lesson that I learned from doing this is that frequency beats the length of your meditation. Meaning there is more value from, for example, meditating 10 minutes every day without missing a day than meditating for 45 minutes one day and then skipping two, three days. 100% that was the biggest thing that I learned. So really, if you want to get the most out of meditation, the idea is to focus on consistency. So don't set yourself up for failure by saying, I'm going to meditate two hours every day or something ridiculous like that, which, you know, at some point... It would definitely be nice if you could do that. But at the beginning, just set yourself for something simple, like 10 minutes a day, and really just focus on doing 10 minutes a day. And don't do any of the, the well, I didn't meditate 10 minutes yesterday, so I'm going to catch up and meditate a little longer today. The idea is frequency. is not how long you meditate, but mostly focus on frequency. Then once you are able to establish that disciplined, consistent practice where you meditate every day, then you start focusing on uh, expanding on how long you meditate. Um, you know, it's, uh, meditation is like most things. Uh, it's easier to lose than gain momentum. So, again, the key, again, is uh, not skip your daily meditation. Finally, finally, I'll leave you with with this. There is this idea that depression lies in the past and anxiety in the future. And that the only way to be happy is to live in the present. If you have heard this before, then looking into your meditation, uh, a daily, looking into making meditation a daily practice is your best way to live in the present and be happy. And that was my thirst all around. I hope that you enjoyed it. A couple of quick announcements before you leave. You can access these episodes notes alongside other alongside the show notes that I mentioned at http ah uh, that's too much bit.ly slash bts ep031. Again, that's bit.ly slash bts ep031. The best way to support this podcast is by leaving uh, uh, a review on your favorite podcast app thank you for tuning in and remember to live a life that moves you